Welcome to the Entheos Marketing the Mission podcast. I'm your host, Justin Sheehan, joined by my good friend and co-host, Brian Menzi. How's it going, Brian? It's going well, Justin. How are you? Really, really good. Today, we're going to talk about stories, so I'm excited, and this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Yes, stories are so much fun. Why are they so much fun, Brian? You know, I see you smiling and I'm looking too excited for this. Yeah, no, stories are great, man. I was just telling my wife the other day, you know, we've got a lot going on in life. Everybody's busy. We're, we're no different. And I was just telling her, I really need a good movie in my life because movies are, are great ways to escape. They draw you in the story. I love good stories and good movies. And, and something about stories, they're so fun to talk about. Yeah, and it's it, stories really do two things to me. It, thinking about a real, really good movie like Star Wars or or uh, The Hunger Games, when I watch that movie, my brain shuts down. Mm-hmm. I am so locked into that story. I feel like Katniss, or I feel like Luke Skywalker. I I really look, you know, personally look at and, and aspire to be that hero. Yes. And and that's what good stories do. They shut our brain down. But even more than that. They put a, they they give us focus, right? And they yes. give us a focus that we don't normally have in this world of of all these Slack messages and text messages and emails and calls here and calls there on a busy Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you can do anything. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to talk about today how you take that same effect that story has on you during a movie and apply it to your marketing. Because we, when we think about marketing, there are messages coming from all over the place, billboards, you're driving down the street and there's maybe 20 different marketing messages that, uh, that you see or hear or experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we cut through all that clutter? Everyone can market, Brian. I mean, you ever see those car commercials where they're just screaming at you? Oh my gosh, those are the worst. I hate turning on the TV. A lot of times we just watch Netflix because I hate turning on the TV to watch sports or something that has to be live. And then I see a local car commercial come on, and I just think, I never want to buy a car from them. Exactly. It makes me think, too. That's why Netflix is so genius. There is no ads. So not only do we get to binge watch our favorite show, we don't have to experience interruption in our life. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what stories are not. Stories are not interrupting. Stories are part of our life. We hear stories all over the place in movies. In our own life, you remember going to going out to dinner. You remember the most funny or or heart wrenching story that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, we're going to take that to our marketing. So before before we dive into that, we want to kind of kind of give a big picture framework uh, on how uh, we can be more effective marketers and more effective uh, more effective brand ambassadors for our practices uh, for our audiology practices specifically. Brian, can you kind of go over the the four S's, as we call it, at Crown Jewel Marketing? Yeah, Justin, some of our listeners are going to love this because they love sort of the big picture. You know, at Crown Jewel, we believe that marketing is all about connecting the right people to the right organizations. So whether it's a business card or a website Mm -hmm. or even this podcast, every piece of marketing has to go through this filter uh, that we call the four S's. Mm -hmm. And that is, starts with the story. Which is what we'll touch on today and really dive into. Yeah, exactly. The story is all about laying the foundation for your brand, discovering who you are and and what it is that you want to communicate. And that matters with every single piece of your marketing because you want to have a consistent message. 
and you want to have a message that is not just clear but it also draws people in people also recognize you based on your style so that includes your logo uh, your colors different ways that you appear uh, whether it's on billboards or on social media and so we've got story we've got style and those two kind of lay the foundation for how your brand is communicated and how people remember your brand the last two S's are strategy and structures. Strategy really is kind of the meat of marketing. It's the website. It's the business card. It's the brochure. Yes. And, and it really, you've got the great foundation from your story and your style. How can you implement that into a great strategy? And then every strategy might not get that far unless you have great internal structures that are the right processes put in place so everyone on the team is on the same page Everyone in your organization knows exactly what to communicate, how to communicate it. And so we really believe that this four-part framework, story, style, strategy, and structures, makes sure that every single piece of marketing that we do is the most effective that it can be. And it sounds like, Brian, that story is not only the foundation for that, but story is weaved in your style, in your strategy, in your, in your structures. It's really the yeah. messaging of, of who you are as a business, as a, as a practice. Yeah, we believe that everything that you do should communicate your story. Everything you communicate communicates something. And the question you have to ask yourself as, as an audiology uh, practice, as a business owner, as a person, the question is, what is it that you're communicating? Mm -hmm. You know, many times in our experience, Brian, with, with uh, we do a lot of websites, we create a lot of videos. We get approached for, for a lot of these different projects, but there, there many times are, there's not a story. There, there's mm -hmm. not that foundation. And a lot of our job, a lot of our energy and time is spent less on doing the video and doing, and doing the website. It's finding that story. That video and that website represents your story and your style together. So, Brian, we know story is important for our mm -hmm. brands, for everyday life, really. Stories are all over the place. We know story is the foundation for any great marketing piece, whether it's a website, a video, how your office looks. Yeah, social media. Social media, all these different channels. Story is the foundation for that. How do we get there? What's, what's the way? Because there's so many different ways to tell a story. What's the way, Brian? Yeah, I find that a lot of people start to see the value in story, and yet once they understand the value, they're not exactly sure how to tell a story and taking that a little bit further, how to apply that to their marketing. And so we here at, at Crown Jewel and at Theos, we're big fans of StoryBrand. They do a great job. They've got this really helpful seven-part framework mm -hmm. that outlines exactly how to tell a story, exactly how to take your marketing through this process. Yeah, and I, I can vouch for StoryBrand. Nora, who's the chief vision officer for uh, Entheos, um, we pers both personally attended a live workshop, and it completely transformed the way we thought about marketing. We came in with all these different mixed messages. We didn't know how to tell our story. We didn't know how to market effectively. We were really, we were really good designers. We are really good strategists, but we weren't great storytellers. And, and after this workshop, uh, we, we became even better storytellers. So we're going to use their framework. Uh, it's, it's tried and true. Dave Ramsey uses it. Chick-fil-A uses it, all these big brands use it, and we're gonna use it for Entheos, and we think uh, there's a lot of value if you use it in your practice. So Brian, yes. can you kind of give a big picture overview 
of the framework and then we'll kind of dive into each bucket, we'll call it? Yeah. So for me, I've always loved telling stories and really laying this out helped me actually know how to do it. And so we start out with the character and we see that every story has a character. And we're going to talk a little bit about who that character is in our marketing. And we see that right at the beginning of a story, once you meet the main character, you quickly find out that they have a problem. You know, every great story, you immediately find out the character and you immediately figure out that they have it's some It's like the sort conflict in the story, right? In yes. any story, there's some sort of conflict, whether mm -hmm. it's an enemy or whether it's an internal struggle. Yeah, if there's no conflict, there's no good story. And as soon as this character identifies the problem, they're, they're wrestling through this conflict, they need someone to come alongside them. And, and we would call that a guide. The guide understands the character, and the guide then gives them a plan on how to overcome the conflict or how to move past the problem. And at the end of that plan, the guide gives that person a call to action. And it's at that moment where the story really builds up. Mm -hmm. It's like the climax of the story. It's like the climax. Yeah. The character has to make a decision. Are they going to respond to that call to action? And if they are, then there's successful results. There's a lot of great things that could possibly happen from that. But if they don't, that results in failure. Mm. And so there's, there's a lot of gravity to it because we know what, it could, what could happen. But there's also a lot of excitement knowing that success could come out of this and they could overcome their problem. And it sounds like when they, when they go through with that call to action, it really solves all those problems or conflicts that happened before, that they were experiencing before. Yeah, it really does. And they're a changed person. They're a changed character. Yeah, and I think that's why we love stories so much, because we identify mm -hmm. with the character that we see in the story. So let, let's dive into hero. And in story, it sounds like there's some paradigm shift that we have to take in marketing in regards to story. Can you talk about that paradigm shift? Yeah, you know, a lot of businesses, when they first think about their marketing, they think about who they are as a business. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been in business for 50 years, for mm -hmm. 20 years. That's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Everybody's got to know this. Uh, they think about there's the specific features of a specific product, maybe an audiology. It's the specific way a hearing aid works mm -hmm. or a specific new instrument that they have in their office. Sure. And, and they're really excited because they care a lot about this stuff. Mm -hmm. So they assume that everyone else cares a lot about this stuff. And what happens is when you hear someone talk all about themselves, you know, at first it might be really interesting, but after a while, it kind of starts to get a little dry. You kind of become that person yes. or that business. You see it a lot with car lots and you see yeah, it a lot with, with local restaurants. It's all about us. We have the best this. We have the best that. We have the best hearing aids. Everyone has the best hearing aids these days. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's really hard to tell who's, who's being honest and, and where the facts are. There's a paradigm shift in your marketing, and that is your character, your hero of your story is actually not you. Really? It's not your brand. I can't talk about myself, Brian? Come on. Your hero of the character of your story is actually your customer. Or in the audiology case, the patient, right? In the audiology case, it's the patient. And they are the one who's transformed. They're the ones with the problem. Mm -hmm. They are the hero of the story. And when you tell that story, 
they'll very quickly be able to identify themselves mm -hmm. in that story because they're the hero. So, so th this whole idea of a character, we always have to start with the character in, mm -hmm. in this big seven-part uh, story brand framework. What do we need to know about the character? What are, what are some characteristics, so to speak, mm -hmm. of the hero or the character? We'll use hero and character interchangeably. What are, what are some of the things we need to know about them? Do we, what's, what's the persona, in a way, do we need to know about this character? Yeah, if you think about it in business terms, this is your buyer persona, right? Yep. This is where you get to know your customer. But every character has a question, that is, what do they want? You know, every character in a story wants something. If you think about Luke Skywalker, there was something very clearly that he wanted. He wanted purpose in life. Yes. He wanted to make a difference. He wanted to get beyond kind of this dead-end situation that he was stuck in uh, on in his home, mm -hmm. and he wanted to move on to something better. And so at the beginning of every story, you meet the character, and you very quickly find out that there's something that they want. Yes. And even going on a business sense, or even thinking about Luke Skywalker, there's demographic information. Mm -hmm. There's some background information. Um, maybe in the case of audiology, what's their age? Mm -hmm. um, what's, where, where do they live? I know location is a pre pretty big thing. What's their personality like? Uh, what's, what's the typical personality that comes in? What are their goals? There, there are so many different things, and I have a template that I'll include in the show notes of a, of a customer buyer persona that we can include, and that, that just covers the hero section, but, it, but it's really, really good for helping you identify that target audience. One big thing that the hero faces as we, as we do their buyer persona is the problem. Every great story has a hero with a major problem. Yes. And, what, and, and those problems go beyond just the external forces for Luke Skywalker. It's the Darth Vader trying to kill him or, or trying to move him to the dark side. For the Wizard of Oz, right? It's, it's the, the Wild Witch of the West, you know, trying to stop Dorothy. There's so many big problems, but Brian, kind of talk about this dynamic of not just the external problems, but the internal problems too that our heroes will face and our patients will face. Yeah, every character has a problem. And every story has conflict. I mean, mm -hmm. a story without conflict. That's not a story. That's not a story. And there's actually, it's funny, real, real quick, there's a, there's a study, and I can also include this in the show notes, where a doctor gives a really sad story about a, a child that has a disease that, that um, might be dying soon. And they did a brain study and showed when they told that story to someone, there, were, there was brain activity mm. that spanned the normal activity. Then they told a second story about the kid just walking through the zoo, seeing these cute animals, seeing all these cute things, but there was no conflict. There was no problem. And, the, and our brain activity w w for the test subjects, it, it wasn't as active. Mm. So it's literally scientifically proven that great stories with great conflict can, re can really impact our minds and really have us focus in. Yeah, and we know, just going through life, that there are things that come up. Mm -hmm. So to hear a story that has no conflict just feels not authentic. Exactly. And so there's kind of three parts to a problem. There's the external problem, and that's really simple. It's the external circumstances that surround the character sure. that are very easy to see. In Luke Skywalker's case, it's Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. It's the Death Star. Um, in Dorothy's case, it's, it's the Wild Witch of the West. So it's really being in a wholly, totally different world, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How, how about uh, for audiology? Yeah, for, for an audiology patient, the external factors would be things like, well, I can't hear the people around me. 
I can't hear when I go to my grandkids' concert. I can't hear when my spouse is talking to me. So to simplify, it's hearing loss. Hearing it's loss. it's mm-hmm. it's the thing that we as audiologists want to fix. It's it's the hearing loss, but that's just the external problem. What's yeah. the internal problem? Yeah, well, they're also facing a very very specific internal problem, and and that's sort of the emotional part of things. You know, it, it's the insecurity, it's the frustration, it's do people even notice that I can't hear them? I, I feel disconnected from people around me. You know, in the story of Luke Skywalker, he, he started to question, am I enough? Mm-hmm. Do I have what it takes to take on the empire? In, a, in, our, in our patients, it's, I feel disconnected. I feel like people around me, I feel like there's a, this barrier, this wall, and I feel insecure about that. I feel frustrated about that. There's... There's all these sort of internal emotions that go with that. Yeah, and think about as we, as we treat our patients, the issues that they talk about in a way go beyond just hearing loss. Mm-hmm. It is that dignity and, and being able to connect with their spouse and the community and, and people around them. It's, it's having the opportunity to do that. And when they have hearing loss, which is the external problem, that leads to, do I have what it takes mm-hmm. to do this? Why can't I hear? There, there's something emotional. And in marketing, we need to really address those emotional needs, those emotional problems, because that's what really I think people connect with more. Yeah, people are very quick to rationalize their buying decisions with logic, but most people make buying decisions according to their emotions. And so when we point out in our marketing the effects of you know, naming the internal problem, people really connect with that. All right, let's move on to, uh, there's one more problem that we just want to touch on briefly. Yeah, just bigger than this, there's internal, there's external, but also kind of on a philosophical level, mm-hmm. people are asking the question, you know, is this right? Is it, is it just that there are people in the world that can't hear that feel disconnected? Mm-hmm. So there's kind of also, even beyond just the individual, what's the, what's the big philosophical question here? Yep, so we have a character who we know inside and out, that has a big problem uh, externally and also internally and philosophically, this character in every great story meets a guide. Now, what is a guide in this context? Man, when I'm watching a story, I love guides because they're always really unique characters and they're usually kind of that wise one who's been there before. Uh, If you think about in The Hunger Games, Katniss is is really struggling. She doesn't know exactly what to do. And then she meets Haymitch. Now, Haymitch is not a perfect character. He's not even really that good of a guy. <laughs> but He's wise in a way. He's wise in a way. He's been there before. He knows what it takes. Mm-hmm. And the thing about a guide is that a guide has two very distinct qualities that makes this person relatable. The first is the guide has empathy. So if you've seen The Hunger Games, Hamish has been through The Hunger Games before Katniss. He came out on top. He knows exactly what she's going through. And so he understands her emotions he understands the fears that she's experiencing. And so he's got empathy, but he also has authority because he's been there before. He knows what it takes and he's able to give her really specific and helpful advice to help her move past her problem. Yeah, and, and in Star Wars, the, the, the guide would be uh, Obi-Wan, right? Mm-hmm. Been there before, but also is a Jedi. That's enough, a Jedi. Authority, or enough authority. In The Lord of the Rings, it would be Sam and it would be also Gandalf. There, there can be multiple guides in the story. Sam, uh, Sam, in the context of Lord of the Rings, is not a per- perfect guide, mm-hmm. but he, he helps 
and provides that empathy element to Frodo. Now, in the context of, of audiology and hearing healthcare, who is the guide? Yeah, well, this is kind of the great sort of relief moment for our businesses because we just told them that they can't talk about themselves mm -hmm. because they're not the character. Yep. Well, now here's the chance. You get to talk about yourself because you are the guide. As the audiology owner, as the practice, you are the expert. You're the guide who has both empathy because you understand your, your patients better than anyone mm -hmm. and you have the authority because you know all about hearing loss. You know how to treat it. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not just a big box store handing out hearing aids <laughs> at the checkout lane. Yeah. You know exactly how to take care of your patients and you know what they need. So you are the guide and you can express yourself that way. And even more, more than that, the Entheos practices, they all follow best practices. Mm -hmm. They're all, you know, there's many doctors in this organization. Uh, we, we, we really cover that authority element well. I would, I would argue, though, that Pareto's principle, that empathy is 80-20. Mm -hmm. I would say we already kind of talk about our authority, and that's usually, you know, we're well-renowned, we're in the community, we win all these awards. That's great, and, and you need that, and people care about that. But let's really talk about that empathy element, truly understanding the patient. And, and when you think about your patient care, and I always tell this uh, to entheos audiologists, if we can get patients in the door, they're going to be sold, not on, not on the product, but on you, mm -hmm. because you have empathy. And you show empathy in the way you take care of your patients. All we need to do now is take that same empathy and apply it to our marketing to bring more people in the door. Yeah. Because, because truly, truly, the way, the way you treat your patients is exactly what we're doing here of StoryBrand with the Story Framework. So how can we apply more understanding, more care, more compassion in our marketing? That's the yeah, guy. you think about the, that old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so if you're thinking about a, a simple post on social media, are you explaining the fact that you understand what they're going through? And, and not in a condescending way, in a coming alongside you way. Sure. If you think about the language on your website, is it all about the features of your latest product mm. or is it understanding where they're at? Exactly, exactly. So you have the guide now who's the mm -hmm. audiology practice in this context. Every great guide, whether it's Obi-Wan, Hamish, has a plan for their hero, mm -hmm. a plan that leads them to success. Talk about that plan. Yeah, you know, a guide gives the character a very specific plan. If you think about goals and how they have to be specific and measurable, mm -hmm. a plan is, has to be just as clear. It's got to be you know, maybe two to five steps at the most. It's got to be, here's where you are, and here's the very next steps that you have to take mm -hmm. to get to where you want to go. Yeah, so maybe in the, in, in the context of audiology, it's, it's, and let's not overthink it. It's simply, here's, here's the plan for their success. Book an appointment. You know, come, come to our office. Mm -hmm. We'll perform a, a comprehensive diagnostic exam. And maybe we don't have to be as big with our words, but, you know, we're going to perform best practices. You're going to receive your hearing aids and ensure comfort, and you're going to enjoy life to the fullest. Yeah. So that's four simple steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a plan is really comforting because if you've never been to an audiologist, you might not know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so if you're given a plan right off the bat, whether it's from the website or from a commercial or whatever, 
you very quickly know exactly what to expect and, and what you're getting yourself into and how to do it. And there, there's two types of plans. There's, there's sort of the process plan, which is what I said before, schedule an appointment. Mm-hmm. You'll receive a, a comprehensive exam. You'll receive amazing hearing aids. And you enjoy life to your fullest. That's sort of a, a four-step process plan. There's also promise plans where it's almost this is our promise to you. And, and I'll give you another, another uh, um, hearing healthcare example, uh, one that says, number one, receive excellent care. Mm-hmm. And that kind of covers everything with receiving best practices. Um, experience world-class care and be confident you'll receive just what you need uh, with a smile. So that's sort of the promise element of you're going to receive this excellent care with a smile. And what's it for? For meaningful connections. Yes. It's, it's in the end. The end of the plan is you're going to have meaningful connections. So the plan is to be as clear as day mm-hmm. in three to five simple steps of what the patient is getting. Yeah. It's, it's your service. And it's not talking about the features. It's, it's talking about the process and the promise. Yeah, you really don't want to overthink this part. Mm-hmm. It's super simple. Someone has no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. How do they engage with you? And how do they get from the plan is how do they get from here to there? Mm-hmm. How do they get from having all these problems to experiencing success? So, Brian, every great plan ends with a clear call to action. Yeah, this is the best part of the movie. If you're hearing a story, this is the climax because the guide gives the character a direct call to action. And it's, you've got to do this. I've given you the plan. Are you going to do it? It's the turning point, really. It's the climax. It's mm-hmm. If you're thinking, thinking of a story arc that we learned in elementary school, it's, where, it's the top of the hill mm-hmm. where they have to make a decision whether they're going to change your life and, and change the story. Yeah, it's, it's really in their hands. And if you think about in marketing, your, your calls to action have to be really specific for your customer. I mean, if, if they are understanding who you are, they, they're starting to realize that you care about them and that you know what you're talking about, they might start to get really excited mm-hmm. about how they could engage with you, but they might not know how. And so we have to be as clear as possible that this is your call to action. And it's simple. It, it's Again, it's simple. For mm-hmm. Star Wars, it's fight, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. For um, Dorothy in, in the uh, Wizard of Oz, it's follow the yellow brick road. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's, it's more simple than we think. Yeah. What's an example in a business? Uh, a business. Maybe a restaurant, to, for example. You might go to the website and it says, make a reservation. I mean, that's a really simple call to action for a restaurant. How about Amazon.com? Buy now. How about an a audiology practice? Make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Make a call today. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? It's really simple. It's one, you know, just a couple words. And StoryBrand will always say this. They can make, they can start a million dollar company by just having people put a direct call to action on the top right of their website. Mm-hmm. So you'll see in any audiology website that we create as Crown Jewel, we put the schedule appointment or make an appointment or click here to make an appointment button on the top right because it's where people's eyes are drawn to and it's so direct. If yeah. I'm on your website and, <clears throat> and I see the story throughout and I feel good about it, I want to know how I schedule an appointment. I want to know how I get into your office. Yeah, what do I do next? You know, Justin, I was on a website just yesterday and I started to get really excited about the service that they were offering. And I'm scrolling all over the web page and I have no idea how to apply. I couldn't find a button anywhere on figuring out what my next step was. I ended up having to click on a different page 
where then it had a big red button that said apply now. Yep. And most people wouldn't click on that second page. Yeah. You're, you're a different specimen. I know that, Brian. You're, <laughs> you're a marketer. You're a storyteller. But it's those little subtle things. It and it's, been a and big it's not hard. It's not going to cost $10,000 to add a button to your website. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something very simple and it's direct. And, and that's what we need to do uh, with our websites. So when, when people make this direct call to action, when Luke Skywalker fights, when Dorothy falls the Elbrook Road, two things can happen. That can either lead to glorious success or it can lead to failure. Let's, let's touch on failure for a second and, and talk about why that we still kind of need that in our marketing. Yeah, you know, we don't want to talk about failure too much because, of course, we want every single one of our, our characters, every single one of our potential patients to achieve success. But if we're going through a story and we don't have a sense that failure could happen, then the story, again, feels inauthentic. Uh, we know that... Luke fighting the Empire and Darth Vader uh, there and, and trying to defeat the Death Star, there was a chance that he could have lost. And that. the Death Star could have destroyed the planet. I mean, there, there's a, a perfect scene, I'll include it in the show notes, mm-hmm. as I'll include everything else, <laughs> where the Death Star is about to destroy the planet, and, and this is from the Star Wars A New Hope, and, and Luke destroys the Death Star before that happens. But mm-hmm. that tension, that, yeah. that tension creates a way better story. Yes, if, if he wouldn't have done what he did so many terrible things would have happened. Mm-hmm. And so we really want our patients to recognize the fact that, you know, we want the best for them. If they don't receive the hearing care, the proper hearing care that they need, really some difficult stuff could happen. They could continue to feel disconnected. Uh, they could continue to experience uh, anxiety and depression because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might get a hearing aid or, or the wrong piece of hardware for their ears that really uh, could actually injure them further. Mm. rather than getting them the right care. And so, you know, again, we don't want to spend all our time on this because we're not negative Nancys. Exactly. Man, this stuff matters to people. It does matter. A good example um, from a national marketing perspective is Allstate. Uh, They have this campaign called Mayhem where you have the the, the character or or the person that's causing all this mayhem in your car. And and all Allstate is doing is showing what failure could look like if you don't have their insurance. Yes. Now, that's one extreme, but even saying something as simple as, uh, and and I'll read a line from a website we did, everybody wants to feel connected to their family, friends, and their life, but that dream has been blocked by many for hearing loss. People feel disconnected. That kind of touches on the problem, but it also shows what the failure, what failure could look like. Yeah, are you going to stay there? Exactly. But we don't want to stay there, and I know that every patient that goes through Entheos, and Entheos audiology practice, will experience success. Yes. That's, that's, that's just the kind of members we have and the kind of people we have. So what, what, talk about the success bucket. Well, and this is the best part of the story, right? This is all the tension that you've been feeling, especially if you're watching a movie, all the tension that you've been feeling for the past two hours is finally resolved. The things that you wanted to come true came true. The things that you wanted to see happen mm-hmm. happened. And really, we get to celebrate in the success. In the context of audiology, we get to celebrate knowing that this person now has the proper care. Yes. This person has more confidence, experiences more dignity. This person feels more connected to the people around them. Their quality of life is improved. Yes. They're mm-hmm. happy. They're smiling. It could be as simple externally as experiencing birds for the first time, hearing birds, hearing the rustle of the leaves, hearing the water. Yeah. And even bigger, it's experiencing Thanksgiving your grandkids or your spouse having 
amazing conversations over dinner or, or on a walk. I mean, it's, that, that is what success looks like. And that's what, you know, everyone who's a patient that has hearing loss desires to have their hearing loss back. And that's, that's solving the external problem. Mm-hmm. They really want the internal problem solved. And, and when they go through your plan and when, when they schedule an appointment, get in your office, they, they experience not only their hearing restored and improved significantly, but they also experience that quality of life and that connection, that dignity that transcends just getting your hearing loss fixed. Yeah. I mean, this is the most fun part of marketing too, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you get to talk about someone met you, someone met your organization, someone met your audiology practice, mm-hmm. and now their life has changed forever. And I mean, this is fun to get your team together and just get a whiteboard on, on one side of the room and just make a list. Yeah. What are all the best possible outcomes that could come from someone engaging with your organization, from mm-hmm. someone receiving hearing uh, healthcare from your practice? And, and just you'll see the smiles in the room as people start to imagine the possibilities from that whiteboard of all, all the great things that can happen. Yeah. So Brian, what's, what's success look like in your marketing? How do you sort of exemplify that in, in uh, practices marketing? Yeah, if you think about, if you see an ad and it's got kind of a, a framework or a map of a very specific instrument that, you've ha- that you use in your office or some, a hearing aid, it doesn't really draw you in. Sure. If, if I see a lot of those, though. <laughs> yes, I know. And if you're nerdy and you get excited about that kind of stuff, I know there's plenty of nerdy, excited stuff that I get uh, really interested in that doesn't really matter to a whole mass of people. Uh, I understand. But if you, contra- if you contrast that with a picture of someone smiling, that will grab anyone. Yeah. The hearing smile, right? The hearing smile. Yeah. And if you're scrolling through your Facebook and you see a hearing aid, no one cares, you scroll a little bit further, and then all, all of a sudden you see someone smiling. Or maybe it's a video, and you see someone smiling because they're, they're hearing for the first time. Yeah, they're kind of experiencing life mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. Yeah. You know, that's just one example of how to show success, and it's so, so powerful. So Brian, we, we, we've gone through the seven buckets. We, mm-hmm. We've gone from a character, a patient who has hearing loss, who uh, has maybe some, maybe some of these internal struggles of uh, confidence or lack of confidence, uh, lack of connection. They meet the audiology practice or the guide. And, and that, that audiology practice has a lot of authority, has been around in the community for a long time, has a, a bunch of awesome doctors, mm-hmm. but also a lot of empathy, a lot of understanding in the way they handle their patients. And, and that guide, that audiology practice, gives that character, the patient, a plan that says, work with us. We'll, we'll do best practices with you. We'll make sure you get the best hearing care ever. We'll make sure you're fit with the best hearing aids ever. And you'll experience life to its fullest. Mm-hmm. And that's the plan. And, and the, that doctor or that audiology gives the character a call to action. What, what is that defining moment? And the defining moment is schedule an appointment. Get in the office. Let's mm-hmm. work together. And that call to action can either lead to failure, which would be continued disconnection, continued lack of dignity, continued hearing loss, sure, or success, a happy, smiling, fulfilled patient. Yes, that billboard you're driving down the side of the road and you see just this huge smile on that billboard mm-hmm. with, with your audiology practice right next to it. So, so that's, that is the seven-step story framework. It, it's an amazing framework that can really help 
drive our marketing and cut through the clutter. Like we were talking earlier, this is like a movie in a way. This is used in movies, and we gave some movie examples between The Wizard of Oz and Star Wars and, and, and Hunger Games. We love those movies. Mm -hmm. You can take that same framework and apply it to your marketing.